Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. I'm Cash Levy. And this is TJ Miller. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me on the program. It's so amazing whenever I get you. I'm always like really excited to get you as a guest. If I see you on the, the sheet, I'm like, now this is going to be an extra good show. But I feel in a way, I feel that I always mess up that you start with kind of a different theme song, and then I, I always feel like I mess that well, up. Well, you're not here that often, but I, when you're here, I think we, we get into a rhythm. Make something great. Yeah. We make something good happen. Well, I just <laughs> hope that uh, it's as good as you, you your other shows. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, you know what I'm really excited about? What? The triple banger lightning triple round. Triple banger lightning round. Round. Question round, one. Round, Question round. one. TJ Miller, can a good date end in a handshake? No. There's no romantic situation where at the end of it, you're shaking hands. It just can't be. It's like going on a Ferris wheel with a guy friend of yours. It shouldn't happen. It should not happen. The only thing worse is ending in a bow or maybe... Uh, Maybe well, mace, bow, mace is a bad way. Sometimes for a, a bow is a respectful way to say goodbye to a geisha you've just had intercourse with for a, <laughs> a reasonable amount of money. Triple banger, lightning round, question two. Can you be sophisticated if you use the expression, shit happens more than once an evening? Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so. I, it's, if you say shit happens? Yeah. Does no. anyone sophisticated ever use that more than once a day. I don't think so. I don't think anybody truly sophisticated says shit happens. Ever. Because that's sort of one of those things where it's like... You should have an allotment of a few well, times. And who is say saying that? that? You know who says that? Sort of bad people. Honestly. Because when when do you say shit happens and it's a positive thing? You know? That's true. It's always a... I don't want to. It's always a, I don't want to talk about this anymore, and that's just the way of the world. You know? Hey, my car. My car got towed. Shit happens. That's not a friend. You're not, a, you're not being a friend. That's true. M- much, much less a sophisticated friend. Okay. You're being neither of those things. Triple banger. Lightning round. Question three. Question three. Is Food Voucher a good band name? Food Voucher. No. <laughs> these are all in the negative. All three of these bangers have been bad news. Well, I mean, yeah. Food Voucher. No. I don't think so. Okay. Well. Cross that uh, off the list. Welfare, spelled like Renfair, could be a good one. But I think food voucher, voucher doesn't belong in any music. Yeah. Any music. You know, title. I was in a band named Cash and the Bad Checks. That's right. You told me that. Yeah. What uh, What did you play? I sang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did a little uh, sing. You can tell. I always see. I always... telecast exactly <laughs> what I'm into and what I do. We can hear in your voice that you're I, I love anybody who says they're a vocalist is not a musician. Yeah. I used to be a musician. Yeah, what did you do? Vocalist? Yeah. Oh, so you you use the instrument that I have too and I'm using now. Yeah. It, it That's what I always say to them. It disqualifies you. Oh, it's you're almost, a vocalist? It's like a lawyer. Some musician. Hey, how about this? That's all I do. It's like a lawyer saying shit happens. Right. <laughs> you don't want a lawyer. You don't want to hire a lawyer that says that. You would never want to be represented legally by a man that says, hey, shit happens. Shit happens. 
Shit happens. As he leaves. Wait, so what does that mean? You get 20 years in prison. I thought we were trying to bargain it down for community service. Hey, hey. shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. I'm a vocalist. <laughs> hey, TJ Miller, uh, that's been your triple lightning triple uh, banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. If you can use, take, triple use those lightning in different banger order. round that's right. is awful. That's Kinda very quick sex with three women. Hey, buddy. Triple trip, lightning banger. Shit just happened. <laughs> that was it, though. That was our segment for the day. And uh, we're gonna, just going to say good day. We're going to say good day. That's been the end of it for us. Actually, we're going to move on to where were you? Uh, where were you, TJ? Um, I just got back. Been? I've been Where'd in been? Los Angeles for longer okay. than I usually okay. am. I haven't seen you in a little while. But I re- that's true. And uh, I recently, let's see, the last club that I did was in Minneapolis at the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. And in fact, mm-hmm. I have a joke from the Mall of America about having a Ferris wheel inside the mall because there's an amusement park in the Mall of America. So they have a roller coaster, all this stuff, and then they have a Ferris wheel. And the joke is sort of, you know, why would you have a Ferris wheel inside of a mall? There are four romantic they're for it's a romantic ride it's not a thrill-seeking ride okay right i mean you know what when you're when you're when you're when you're, when you're going on a roller coaster that's just for the thrills right but a ferris wheel you're sitting next to somebody that you're romantically interested in you get to the top you say "Ooh, look at the view and then you try and have sex with the person that you're with and then if that doesn't work oh, wait, you get wait, nine wait, wait, more wait, tries wait a second just don't cut off the punchline oh sorry uh <laughs> You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> Worked years on this joke. <laughs> Ferris wheel. You should have a hold light. On, a I should. I really should. On your shirt. Uh, on my shirt. <laughs> Please hold a pause. Uh, yeah, you, you, you get nine more tries to have sex with that person, <laughs> which when said immediately after the first part of what I was talking about is it's extra funny. Hilarious. And part of the great thing about <laughs> your jokes is even when they're interrupted, they're, they're not quite as funny. That is true also. Yeah. 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 But, but but it was a great idea, and I'd like to see that joke live without me You could totally in. see it. Well, unfortunately, as you know better than the listeners, you've been traveling with me yeah. all over the country interrupting that very joke. So even if you do see it's it live, our, Cash kind of, of pops out from the curtains and goes, what, 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 what? Who did it? And then he closes the curtains. Even when you're I, – I, not only do I interrupt your joke when you do that, when you're on a Ferris wheel with mm-hmm. a girl trying to get lucky – I usually show up. You do. You and interrupt in the car behind you. And never with like, a Hey, what's going on up there? What's going on up there? <laughs> what happened up there? Um, so yeah. you were in Minnesota. I was in Minneapolis. In the, and uh, actually, I just saw a shirt that had the FE symbol from Periodic Table of Elements, and it had a bunch of them in a circle, and that's a Ferris wheel. Thank you very much. One, just one <laughs> physicist somewhere in the United States listening to this podcast is like, <laughs> good one. Yeah, that's it. Just Every, one and everyone else was like, why didn't you? Everyone else is why like, interrupt that. Joke? Everyone else in their car or listening in their headphones is like, fuck you, loudly. <laughs> and everyone around them is like, what's wrong? Nothing. It's <laughs> some stupid guy talking about a Ferris wheel shirt. No one understands that at all. Nice. So. Minneapolis. I like. I actually like the Mall of America. I like that club. Rick Bronson. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good guy. I was near you. I was in, uh, I think, the same week or similar. It was, I was in Appleton. That's right. I'm going back there in a little bit. I love, I love that. Appleton. Love that guy. Love, love great Cliff, club. Love Cliff's a great guy. Great owner. Great, great lay. Club. Did you great, say great lay? I was going to say great guy and great owner, and I kind of combined them. And to make like, lay? It sounded like great that lay. Aren't, that great aren't, lay. That's a, there's no combination wheel. of those two words that leads to lay. <laughs> great guy. <laughs> What was it? Great guy. Great guy. Great owner. Great guy. Great guy. Great owner. Great lay. Great lay. Great fuck. This wouldn't happen if we if we, great if we didn't have to do these because of your schedule. If we didn't do a podcast at like six in the morning, I, I would be able to. It talk. is. It is six in the morning here in Los Angeles, California, May two thousand eight. On your radio dial. <laughs> we were talking earlier that yeah. uh, we think radio cash. This is cash. It's my theory. Yeah. You tell it. You tell it. It's my theory. I think that if you listen to yourself on these headphones, uh-huh. it's almost like that uh, Greek uh, mythology where wh- wh- who's the guy? Nar- uh, nar- narcissist. Narcissist, where you look at yourself in the mirror, and then it changes your voice because you're listening to yourself all the time. That's why radio people's voices become really smooth and ridiculous because they're. It's like they're giving themselves an orgasm by talking. Dancing word bird contest coming up in half an hour. Maybe <laughs> Dancing I'll call word you. bird contest. <laughs> Turn up the sound and stomp on the ground. Also for the. You know, they're, uh, they're very very, like smooth for the Greek mythology professor who's sitting in the car with the physicist who just left the Ferris wheel <laughs> reference. I wanted to apologize because uh, it's sort of confusing. Uh, Narcissus, how do you pronounce it? You've been 
narcissists. Our producer is like, it's actually, it's narcissists. It's narcissist. I would know. I know a lot about this stuff. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. Narcissist. Narcissus. So narcissus. Or as I like to call him, guy. But he... <laughs> Or as I like to call him, Lay. Uh, Lay guy. He was not looking. It didn't change his voice when he looked into. It didn't really change anything. He just looked at it so far that he fell in love with it and he fell in and he drowned. He fell in, but that's you're falling into your own voice. You know, this is such a loose metaphor and analogy. Buttery tasting licks. And they always, they always like use. No, it's they always like. What what radio station are you listening to? (laughs) What what DJs in the history of the world been like coming up next? The bird bird contest and a buttery lace. Buttery tasting licks. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Buttery tasting licks. Little mugu guy pod. He's just announcing. What is what station is this? It's, it's not even food, talk it's radio. A food channel. It's, a food channel. <laughs> it's the Food Network. You're back on the Food Channel. <laughs> Jump in, snap and bingo, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, good stuff. I go way back. I go way back with the radio. You go. I was go. in. Uh, I was in. Uh, yeah, where then, were you? Well, then I went to. I went to Texas mm-hmm. uh, after that. It's kind of a weird trip. Um, but speaking of radio in Texas, they shouldn't have separate radio stations in the South because each station only plays Freebird all the time. They should you know, just have one a, Freebird station. Yeah. Freebird Radio. One song all day. Good night. Because that's it. That's all they play. And it is a long song. I, I, I thought it was a sad thing when, they, when the Freebird thing tipped. You know what I mean? When it kind of tipped and it like went we from being children. sort of a funny thing to say to just every douchebag in America who hadn't even heard Freebird, just at the end of anything would go, Freebird! Yeah. Play yeah. Freebird! Yeah. They didn't even know what it was, you know? Yeah. They're holding up their lighters in a room with a low ceiling. Yeah. That's always dangerous. <laughs> Sprinklers are going off. <laughs> I'm just trying to close my show. <laughs> Some guy's like, free bird! You're in the middle of your, your Ferris wheel bit. People are like, free bird! <laughs> I am in the middle. I, I'm in the your meat. Ferris wheel I am in the, the meat. meat of the Ferris the wheel The meat closer. of the Ferris wheel. And, and before I'm able to speak up and question you. You've been back there hiding behind the curtain for an hour and a half. Somebody else instead goes, <laughs> free bird! <laughs> Listen, right. buddy, Texas is great. Uh, at the airport there, they have, the, the security has pins uh, that say... Not on my watch. No. In French. Yeah. In French? Yeah, in French. Now, I was wondering. That's not true. In Texas? Yeah. What does it say? It says, not on my watch in French. Because I asked the guy, I'm like, what does that pen say? So it's like, nothing je watch. That's how I would pronounce it. If I speak, if I spoke French. But I was wondering, TJ Miller, I was wondering if, if like, in, do you think that in France, the security there have, you know, pins in English that say, yippee kaye, motherfucker. I, like, I wouldn't mean, that be funny if you went to France in English? But the problem is that everyone in France speaks English. So whereas, and I don't know why in Texas they're like, you know what would best exemplify French, our policy? Surprised. In French, not on my watch. Why not just say it in English, not on my watch? And is, was Texas a French, was that ever a French territory? I don't know why they did that. I think it's, it's shameful. So weird. Maybe it was just the one guy who was like a renegade. Uh, was there only, guy. well, if it was one guy, then it's just some weird French guy who studied French in high school. And then as soon as he grew up was like, why did I do that? He might why be, did I waste my time he might be trying to, learning a language that is almost as useful as Latin? He might have been trying to get laid off his pen. You think like so? Just to meet French women. some French woman is like, I would like you to watch me. Du 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 soir. Would you like to watch me? <laughs> nope. Not on my watch. <laughs> That's, it, you know, Texas is a weird place. Although weird I did place. have fun in Addison. Look, I've I, played. Like, I like Addison a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I like... Um, North look, Dallas. I'll tell you what I like about Texas, just the spirit of it. I'm, I'm married, but the, the, the entire state is just a huge wingman. That should be there. Really? The entire state is How trying is to that? get you some action. The entire, all the men there, they want you to go home and tell stories about the Texas women and how how they put out and how beautiful they are, et cetera. They, where did you experience this? Everywhere, at a pottery I've, barn? everywhere I've ever You're gone. Just at an Abercrombie and Fitch, and some guy comes up and sees and says, "See that blonde over there? Let's move in." <laughs> hey, I want you to meet my friend. What's your name again? Well, I want you to meet my friend Cash. <laughs> yeah, he wants uh, he wants to watch you on his watch. You know what I'm talking about? Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais plus. Le beau. Pourquoi? 
I can't stand people that speak French. No, what they do in Texas. I can't. I really can't. I think it's yeah. so dumb. It's ridiculous. Why would they teach why, it in school? Why do we even have separate languages for different countries? In it's what ridiculous. World? Well, I'd see, I like Spanish. One universal language. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, because then who, whose do you choose? English. That's why we fight. That's why we fight. <laughs> why do you think we You should... talk like me! Yeah. No, you talk like me! I mean, aren't most wars over things that ridiculous? Well, no, most of them are over women and resources, but... Yeah. The wingman state. The wingman, it, it that's what you should call it. Everyone wants to say, see that, uh, uh, I'll set you up with my... You can poke my cousin if you want. <laughs> Just the weirdest. Just give her a good poke. If any, now here's a question for you. If someone said you can poke my cousin, are there any circumstances where you would do it? If I was single and someone said you can poke my cousin, yeah, I don't know if, there's a lot of circumstances. See, that's so weird because to me, a man that says you can poke my cousin is also a man that probably has a gun. Yeah, but he's not going to be around. But you can't trust a man who says you can poke my cousin. Poke? (laughs) Why would you have sex with someone who was recently referred to as a person you could poke? Okay. Who who would you rather have representing you in a court of law? A guy that says shit happens or you can poke my cousin? You can poke my cousin because he's a positive man. Exactly. See? I agree. Thank you. I agree. Thank you. Finally, you're coming to some conclusions here. where we were. That's where we were. Let's move it along. To uh, essential questions of human nature. Oh, these are uh, always tough. One of my favorites. This is a really good one, TJ. And again, uh, it's got to the point now with our show where TJ <clears throat> has no idea what we're going to talk about. I'll set up some topics, and this guy's an improv master. Well, Watch him work. A, Watch not, him work. I'm not an improv master, but I do like to combine those two words to say I am an improv lay. <laughs> <laughs> improv. The essential right. questions of human nature, mm-hmm. uh, or what I like to call EQ. Oh. HN. Nice. Um, and you always like to take a long pause after the first two well, words. I'm wearing headphones, and that's how it starts. You start to just make love to yourself through your headphones. <laughs> There's no crowd anymore listening. It's just a. And you listen to yourself enough, you end up poking your own ears. You poke your own ears with your mind. <laughs> um, when you see your husband like clutching his chest at yeah. a restaurant, um, and then you you know he's he's maybe having a heart attack and you know the paramedics come is it inappropriate for you to grab a doggy bag so you're saying if someone's having a heart attack yeah and they they, they have to go to the ambulance yeah do you say can i get this to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what i think yeah in every circumstance unless the heart attack came in the middle of a meal that that person kept saying, this is the best. This is the best steak I've ever had in my life. And then you say, it's literally melting in my... Oh, We're going to need ah, this on the road. It's melting in my... Ah, ah, and then he falls on the ground. Then when he wakes up, if he's still alive, you have two things to say to him. One, remember that steak that you love so much? I got, a do- I got it to go. It's in the ice chest here in the ambulance. It's in a, it's in a doggy bag next to a kidney. It's right next to the IV unit And the here. second thing is... How did you become my husband? I'm a man. It's not legal to marry other men right now yeah. because we have such a fair and just government. And so I want to know those two things. Are you happy that I brought the steak you love so much when you had a heart attack? And number two, how are you my husband? I'm neither a homosexual nor living under a government that will allow us to have a happy union. Sir, I implore you, have your steak and then stop eating red meat. That's why you had the goddamn heart attack. I'm so worried about you, Gerald. That's my husband's name. (laughs) Gerald, I'm worried about you. I want you to finish this steak because you loved it so much. But from now on, we're only eating chicken and tofurkey. Do you use the same names? I, 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 when I'm in my doing my my stand up stylings on stage, that's what I like to call it. Sure. My skits uh, on stage. Um, I generally use like the same two names the entire night. Which one? What are they? Uh, Usually, it's Bob. Uh-huh. Usually it's it's Bob. Uh, Bob? It's you just know. Bob for women also. Usually it's Bob, you know. Is it ever Bob, Bobby? you know, I've got a bunch of jokes about different things, but it's always Bob. Well, I don't I, don't, I think it's kind of funny to not switch the names. I like in real life I say Chris a lot. Chris. I just think that's a funny name. And I <laughs> And you say it with other southern Yeah, twang. Chris. Chris, you want to get a poke? Hey Chris, come here Chris. The whorehouse is open. It's all you poke night. Poke night. Poke night, Chris. <laughs> all you can poke night at the whorehouse. A little ahi pokey. <laughs> huh? You know what I'm talking about? That's when you do it in Hawaii. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Tasty ahi steaks. No, I like, I, but I love, na- you know, I love names. Nick Vaderot, who's a, a big, uh, big collaborator and partner. Good of mine. guy, funny guy, really funny guy. He, he, we always talk about, you know, he'll if there's a lull in the conversation, he'll say, well, you know, uh, Jerry came home really late last night, and also uh, <clears throat> Melissa was very frustrated with it. So we we kind of talk about names that we don't have any friends who have those names. We'll sort of use them in weird. Weird sort of situations, but it, it, it creates a problem because I say Chris a lot. I call people Chris a lot. Hey, Chris, hand me that uh, hand me that ahi poking stick. You know, I'm about to poke that fish where he deserves it. You know, I say you have that like a lot. some sort of an anger towards the fish. Like a weird I've seen you thing. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's weird. It's terrible. It's so terrible. I don't want to talk about it on, yeah. on the air. And I I just uh, you know I'll, I'll say Chris, 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 Chris. Chris, and then, but I have a good friend from grade school named Chris who I see whenever I'm back in Denver, and that's always weird because I'll say his name like I say the fake Chris's. So I'll be like, "Hey, Chris," and he'll, he has said to me, "Why do you say my name like that? You never used to do that growing up." And I say, "Hey, poke my cousin." <laughs> so I smooth it out. Poker. Okay, so that was one of the essential questions, human nature. But you know what? We're going to do another one that's really been plaguing me. Okay. Um, I saw the most like confused like ninety three pound Vietnamese Santa uh, at the mall the other day. Mm-hmm. Was um, what was was is it a he or she? It was a he. And yeah. was he just walking around or was he playing Santa? He was he was playing Santa. He was sitting. I could down. see a confused Vietnamese Santa kind of walking around, going, "Where am I?" He was really skinny, and should Santa have a weight limit? I mean, I think Santa should. Mm. I think Santa should should be at least a hundred pounds. Don't you think? Santa has to. I think more than that. Is that racist? Santa, is well, no, that racist think, no, no, against no, Santa? No, no, no. I think first of all, Santa isn't a race. He's just one individual concept, an idea. So it's hard to be racist against that. No, I like using racist in the wrong uh, form. In the wrong way, which yeah. is ignorant. Yeah, we've talked. You. No, no, no. It's funny. We've talked about it's it. Funny. No, that's true. Yeah. I like if you don't like grapes, I call you a grapist. A grape, a racist against grapes. Yeah, that kind of thing. A good rapist. <laughs> great pissed. <laughs> I call it a great pissed if it's a rapist who does an amazing job in bed. It's a very caring and loving, <laughs> generous lover. When the woman says stop, he stops immediately. That's a great pissed. <laughs> great pissed. Uh, I like it. I like it. He's a real good lay. <laughs> I guess if you put it together. But uh, Santa needs yeah, to I be think, fat. I, know, I think he does. He needs to be fat. You know what he has to do? You have to, there needs to be a chart which your height has to correspond to a certain what, what I call jolly weight. That's when your weight yeah. transitions from yeah. skinny into past chubby, but before fat, and that's jolly. And you got to be about that. So let's say the man's about six foot. He's going to have to weigh about two twenty or above, at least. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. And you got to have a white beard. And in my opinion, it shouldn't be fake. You I was want just going to say that. I think it should be paid more. Yeah. And you should have a full beard. You should have a real beard. Here, there are all these men in America walking around that look like Santa the whole year. And yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. The rest of the year they go, yeah. hey, a fat old father time. Get out of the way. I'm trying <laughs> to order a Chipotle. You know, he's got this terrible life. And yeah. then, through the holiday season, he can have a job that no one else can have. Meanwhile, they're giving it to skinny guys and I've giving been to beers. Chipotle with you, too. It's a little embarrassing when you do that. Well, these fucking old, gray-haired, fa- these gray-haired fatties, gray-faced fatties, as I call them, need to get up out the way. And I'm trying to have real, a burrito bowl. They have a real head of hair on their chin. Yeah, it's got to all be white hair. It's called a beard. Yeah. And they should just use that to their advantage they during the season. They should be paid extra for having to look like that I the rest of the you. year. Yeah. And real a real belly. That is racist. You're taking. A, I don't want to see your, a pillow. I don't right. want to feel a pillow against my back when I'm sitting on your lap. You're t- I want to feel a real belly button coming right out into my back. You want a Santa with an Audi, is what you're saying. That's right. I want you a don't Santa, want a with, Santa an with an Innie. I want a Santa whose belly blows a bubble against my back. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that means, but I agree <laughs> wholeheartedly. And let me say, I, yeah, he's got a... You gotta be jolly. It's racist against people that look like Santa's. You're taking away jobs from hardworking Americans that look like Santa. Yeah, and that's my policy. Yeah, and I'm running for governor, governator <laughs> of California. On that, on that, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, one more essential question of human nature. We're gonna move on, but okay. uh, these are some of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you come on to a moving girl? 
If a woman is walking or in transit, can you come on? And how, you know, it would depend on the speed of her transit. It's a tough one. Anything above a, a power walk is difficult. If a woman is jogging, you're going to have to jog along with her. That's always creepy. No woman wants a guy being like, hey, hey, you're very beautiful. So you, have you read Da Vinci Code? Have you read that? Hey, while you're, you're speeding up, you know, you don't want to do that. I think it's hard to hit on a woman that's in transit. Yeah. It is. It and you know what I find? I find that even if the woman is sitting on a moving train, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, if she's sitting, she's in her car, you got to yell across from your car. Those are always difficult situations. Wait a second. You're trying to come on to girls in cars next to you? Sure, yeah. Wow. I'll drive up next to a lady and I'll go, hey, your gas, your gas tank's open. Just kidding. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Denver originally. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, uh, outside of Colorado Springs, way outside of Colorado Springs, actually, in Denver. And then they drive away. I always say that thing when I'm on a train. You go on the subway a lot? Have you ever been on the subway? All the time. Good for you. Here in Denver. Here, no, we're not in Denver. We're in. I was, I was trying to make believe. Okay. Let's believe in telling we're the truth. We're in Los Angeles. Let's make <laughs> ourselves believe in telling the truth. We're in Los Angeles. I've ridden on the subway. I'm never on the, the subway. I ride on the subway in uh, New York all the time, of course. And I hate trying. You see a girl. She's beautiful. You kind of make eye contact. It's so hard to gather the courage to walk up and say something to her before her stop. I feel like they they always leave right when I'm like, I'm going to go say something to that girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I get up to walk out, she gets out of the train. And then as the doors close and we go away, I just put my hands against the glass and I blow. <sighs> <laughs> on there, and I write in there your phone number. And I, I go, I wanted to poke you, cause, <laughs> yo, cause, want to poke. Yeah, and I put my phone number. And in. then, so you have different ways that you you come on to girls on the subway, and then also <clears throat> on the freeway. Uh, you just roll down the window. The freeway. Yeah. Um, do you I, ever do the just? Do you ever just do the switch car technique where you just jump in their car, just leave <laughs> yours? That's a commitment. It's like I, so, I think it's going to go that well that I'm not going to miss my car. Sometimes I do a Chinese fire drill with my shirt off, kind of show them what they're looking at. This is how I move. This is what I look like shirtless. See what they say. Although, have you ever? I, this has been awkward. I've done. A, I've been in a couple of Chinese fire drills. I thought they were Chinese fire drills. Turns out they were Korean fire drills. Very, very offended. Very, very. Everybody involved in the drill. Yeah, because yeah, it, yeah I can. That, there's a big difference there. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done a PF Chang's fire drill. <laughs> That's where you get out and you run around and you're wondering why you're paying so much for something that usually is less expensive and just as good. <laughs> It's a P.F. Chang's fire. You know, uh, speaking of P.F. Chang's, before we move on to uh, Tiny Opinions, um, I think I think they should be charging for fortune cookies. I think I think mm. they, I think what they did was they. Uh, That's an interesting position. I think. Well, I think what's happened, T.J. is uh, people take fortune cookies for granted, mm-hmm. uh, and they need to make them more scarce. Like not just just take them off the market for a couple of years and then jack the prices. Jack the prices. Jack the ripping the prices up. Uh, that was a failed Jack the Ripper reference. <laughs> Just such a clear failure. That's okay. As it came out of my mouth. I, I think you're right. I think you know people don't even care about the fortunes. They open them up no. for a while. They, we're trying they ignore to the reinvent cookie. them by saying in bed, you know. And then now people look at them and they go, and it's a lot of them aren't even fortunes. They just go, you know, you'll have a good day on Thursday. That's it. And you're like, what? Haven't you ever opened one and it's not even a fortune? They're like, the man the man who walks alone has no one to support him. And you're like, that is not a fortune in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, they took them off because people don't even... Jack the price. It used to be... Yeah. It used to be, do you want to, which one do you want to choose? You let, the, you let the girl pick her fortune first. Now it's not working. Yeah. And I think, switch it up, hide a fortune in some fried rice. Mm. Give you fried rice at the end of it. You got to dig through with surprise. your hands. I like the feeling of rice on my hands, cooked rice all mm-hmm. over my hands. And maybe, maybe the fortune uh, is actually covered with you know plastic so that you can pull it out of your mouth and then read it. Right, exactly. And that mm-hmm. would be a fun thing. You just slowly pull it out and mm-hmm. you go, oh, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. says right here, you'll have indigestion. Yeah, yeah, you know? I like it. My first joke was a, uh, about a fortune cookie. I was sitting across from my first comedy show, mm-hmm. and I got... Um, I was I got a fortune cookie and and the, and the fortune read, a starship ride, 
has been promised to you by the galactic wizard. That's not true. Yes. I swear. Really? I swear it. I still have it. I saved it. It was just a cult indoctrinating thing? And the joke was, uh, I mean, fortune cookies are starting to lose their credibility. I mean, what are the odds that the galactic wizard would let me ride in his starship again. And how is he finding... He's I still fi- think again? that's one of my best jokes. Again? <laughs> I, and you interrupted. Now we're even. Now we're even We're even now. This is it. That's what like... That was, my, that was my Ferris wheel moment. All right. We're even Again. Steals. And you got to pause for a long time. Again. Yeah. It's funny. It, and I actually was... Let's I try it once more. I want to give you an opportunity to do it once more. It's a quick joke. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Uh, Fortune is just starting to lose their credibility. I mean, what are the odds that the galactic wizard... Would let me ride in his starship. Again. I mean, what are the odds? Damn it. I'm so sorry. No, I did it. I did. I, I thought I wanted to say, what are the odds? Come on, Bob. Go. Come on, Dang Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Ugh, all these Bobs. I will say, let's move on to the next okay. section. But if you're having a tough day and you get home from work and you're pissed about people or your girlfriend or your boyfriend's getting down on you and you just have had a day, tough day, cook some rice, put your hands in it. Put rice, cooked rice, all over your hands. Are you serious? So good, yeah. It feels so good. That's something you do. Not enough people do it. You know. Okay. Okay. Well, that 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 will that'll bring us to the. Uh, uh, <clears throat> that you know what you should say that for practical living in the modern age, which we're going to get to. But before we get to that, what hurts? Um, you know what? My throat a little bit, and I've got some voiceover stuff to do today. Mm-hmm. As you know, I was recently in the Ice Age Mammoth Christmas special uh, for Christmas 2011. I did not know that. I, and I played Prancer. Stuff, I, I played Prancer the Reindeer. I like I like Very the Ice Age. Role. I like the Ice Age. Uh, you like that franchise? trilogy? You like that? Yeah. Well, I do too. I like and the so, Ice Age quad, Quadra. The quadruples. Langer. Um, but my throat hurts a little bit, so I'm trying to speak more. From my mask. Through your nose? From my nose. Mm-hmm. It sounds like this. Breathe through your eyes. Sounds kind of like this. <laughs> you want to poke my cousin? Welcome down to Tea House. <laughs> Can you read my button? It's in French. <laughs> it says, watch yourself, sucker. Have a crepe. Uh, Not on my turn. <laughs> Galactic wizard. <laughs> Take a ride. <laughs> Again, we're going to move on to tiny opinions. Uh, these are where our opinions are tiny but but large and meaningful. Strong opinions on tiny things. That's right. Tiny opinions on huge. Um, I've got a tiny opinion. Um, I don't trust a man with a book of poems hmm. that he takes out in the world. I think uh, it's okay to have a book of poems, but I don't think you can break it out in public because you're just trying to score checks. I think it's even less than scoring chicks. More deplorable, in my opinion, is a man that is reading poetry in public. Just, it's a very private thing. Yeah. Do it out back near a tree, sitting on a bench. <laughs> no, wait a second. You're making it sound like uh, it's something to be ashamed of. It is something to be ashamed of. Like a little of. too far now. What is the point of You po- got to do that in hiding. Who, poetry it's fine is if those archaic. people exist. It's ridiculous. I understand they exist, but. No, it's true. It's like, in a way, it's like Shakespeare. It's like it's an antiquated form of art. Have you ever, do you know anybody? Here's a question for you. You think poetry's dead? Do you have any friend that writes poetry? Uh, close friend. No. No, me neither. Would you ever be close friends with a guy that was like, and you know, sometimes I just go home and I try to write a sonnet. <laughs> no. Why are you writing poetry? What are you doing? Writing something narrative. I, I think I could be friends with a guy that wrote poetry. But it's interesting it, to me to that you say that. And you, have you ever he'd had have a to friend? keep it to himself? Have you, well, then you wouldn't you even think know. That, do you think that two people uh, that write poetry should be allowed to marry? Do you think that should be allowed? <laughs> no, I'm against that. I'm for gay marriage. Of course you are. But, but, but you know what I hate but, about those po- po- poetry people, or as I call them, pomos. Yeah, pomos. Fucking pomos. Yeah, they shouldn't marry. Why, so they can just sit around and say things in very few words? I, I totally agree. You know, They come down for breakfast together. Can you imagine, can you imagine a child I see growing a up? story about, say, a poet being dragged behind a truck or something mm-hmm. or having a whole town picket against a poet. I can, I can understand it a little bit. I understand it. There's a poet, you know, these pomos, they shouldn't, first of all, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be walking around pushing their poetry in people's faces. Exactly. That's what happens when you're, you don't, you know, just like a homosexual or heterosexual shouldn't read pornography openly mm-hmm. on the train. Don't be reading some book of poems, you pomo. I believe you said too, not people just in the People call me backyard, a pomophobe. Not just in the backyard, but behind the tree. 
Uh, yeah, get behind the tree if you're going to be reading think, those poems. I think there should be some kind of test you can take to just know that you're either a pomo or not. Well, listen, here's the you thing, know, you though. You're on a now, stick or something. Now, I'm sick of this, too. Everyone's like, oh, you're born a pomo. You can't. You're born no, a poet. You, you can't. No, it it's not genetic. a decision. It is a decision. You pee on it's a, a stick. It's a decision, and it's a the wrong decision. <laughs> you understand? I don't know why my throat hurts. Maybe it's from yelling about these pomos. <laughs> Go back to Maryland where you belong. What's your fucking weirdos? <laughs> What's your character at Ice Age? Huh? What's your character? Prancer. Prancer's gonna be all horse in one like part of the movie. Yeah. Like he's just gonna be like all of a sudden. Pomos. Fucking pomos. Everyone, all the kids are like, Mom, what's a pomo? Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yeah. What's a pomo? Well, I knew this day would come. Now I got to tell them this. Now look, if you just sort of take a test and just narrow it down, you know, you pee on a stick. If it comes up rainbow, you might be a pomo. I don't think that has anything to do with. Mm-hmm. I think it might be genetic. You think it's a urine thing? Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. It's genetic. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's one of my tiny opinions. Along that same line about poetry, people that write poetry, mm-hmm. I don't like dudes, and these are the same type of dudes that wear glasses. And they can see perfectly fine. They wear mm. glasses for the so you, look of it. They, yeah, you don't like aesthetic yeah, uh, uh, glasses. What do they call them? Isn't there a word for it? People in the face. What aesthetic eyewear? That is. Okay. And, and That's I'm not what I was looking about, for. But it just and I'm not talking good. about sunglasses. I'm talking about regular eyewear. I think that's ridiculous, and those people need to be it shot is. and killed. And you know what's weird is that, the, well, that's that I any I, part. I was just about to agree with you, but then <laughs> it became a genocide thing. It became a mass murder initiative. I, I think, you know, it's it's like it's if a handicap looks cool, yeah. it doesn't mean you can adopt it. You don't just, it was, I don't, you don't walk with a cane if you don't right. have a bad leg. Yeah, you don't ride around on a Segway if you're not a douche, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wheelchairs. We don't just get in wheelchairs and go. You know what? I don't feel like walking today. Well, I, I think we talked about that. I do think there are places where wheelchairs are just sort of adult strollers. You know, people that just didn't we talk about that on another pod? So, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you've got the you know IV unit next to you. And someone's pushing you a lot. Really, you're just too lazy to walk. Yeah, there are some people like that. But I still, do. at least you know what? I like those people better. At least they're being honest about who they are. Here's my thing. I think they should have to wear glasses with a prescription in them. So if you want to look like that, then you, you have to not be able yeah. to see very well. I in love fact, it. I would I go it. as that's far as to say if you become president, that's a new rule. No pomos. Gonna be tough to be elected under that platform. <laughs> under that no platform. pomos. And anybody who wears glasses aesthetically is they gotta be bifocals and they gotta be real. And I don't know if people wear bifocals now. That went out. Benjamin Franklin looked great in bifocals. Wait, uh, I'm bifocals. Mm-hmm. How are those? What are those? You don't know what bifocals? I really are? don't actually. Is that true? They're uh, glasses that have two different prescriptions. So that when you look down, oh, you can okay. read, and when you look forward, okay. you can see. Yeah, I didn't know what those were. Benj- I, I've have you seen ever those. seen a picture of Benjamin Franklin? Yes. So yes, he invented bifocals. Did he really? Yeah. And he wears them. They're sort of. They were his thing. He was hitting skins because of them focals. I, I think he used tell, to see, I don't know which part of the story is true now. I think you could keep going, and I wouldn't know which part to believe. Okay. One time, he killed a <laughs> rabbit with his mind <laughs> by by pushing energy through the focals. <laughs> through the by part of the focal. All true. Through the by. I don't think there's enough. Look, I like those things where you pull out the one. The, the monocles. Monocle. monocle. Now, let's monocles. bring that back. Let's bring back the monocle. Like monocles also. What about the little glasses that just go on the bridge of your nose? Mm. Those yeah, are fun. Is. What are those called? Pince-nez. 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 Yeah, Pince-nez. That's why they're not popular. They're those, the worst name in the world. Yeah, they didn't know Pince-nez. that. Pince-nez. Didn't know that. It's French? French of course it is. Yeah. I, if they frog. were to change that name to Bob, people would use it all the time. This is the terrifying. Pince-nez. What is it? Pince-nez. Pince nez. Yeah. Pince nez. Yeah. That's why you can't do it. Hey, have you guys seen my pince nez? <laughs> Don't talk like that in front of the children, Bob. <laughs> Those were our tiny opinions. Tiny We're going to move on. We're going to move on to practical living in the modern age. Mm. Uh, this is where you kind of learn about life from T.J. Miller. And this is the real juice, and you got to drink it up one way or another. That's the way that I feel about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. This is just how to live better. You don't have to take the advice, but... You don't have to, but you could. You should. You know, If you snap, if you snap, and we all feel ourselves snapping at times, mm-hmm. some people just kind of yell at someone like mm-hmm. TJ does. Mm-hmm. Some people kick a dog. 
Mm. Other people go on a shooting spree. Yeah, which happened recently which happened outside recently. of my apartment. Okay, and here's what I'm going to say about that. And this is our little, my little advice. I think if you go on a shooting spree and you kill some people, you have an obligation at the end to kill yourself. Yeah, you know, I think it's insane when they. I mean, you didn't really, you didn't seem that serious about it of your insanity if you were able to then just throw your arms up and go to jail. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is very interesting to say this because recently, not recently, but a little while ago. Uh, I I live on uh, I live right on Sunset Line. Okay, there's going to be stalkers right about. No, no, but you don't know where. But I live I live in a heavily guarded uh, compound near Sunset Line, and there was a Hollywood shooting, uh, a Hollywood shootout with uh, a man that went crazy, snapped, he started shooting people at McDonald's, and then he walked up and down, and he killed a guy in a Mercedes, and I saw. Everything after he got shot because he didn't shoot himself. The cops. You were shot there. Him. Yeah, I mean, I was in my apartment. I could look out and I saw him uh, running around. You see him through the upper, or the lower part of the, uh, the, bifocals? the bifocals. I saw him through the low part, and that's the low part. I knew so you just kind of looked down through that, and that made they announced, it they announced yeah. in my building. They go, "There's been a shooting on Vine. No one can leave the building." So I walked over and I looked out, and he had fallen on the ground. He was bleeding. I was watching him die, so blood is going into the gutter from his head, and he had shot into the windows of this Mercedes, and that guy was bleeding, and the uh, the ambulance showed up, and you know they took the guy away, and then they they put a white sheet over the shooter and left his body there. They closed down, you know, three or four blocks all around. They left his body there for eight hours. So all day, I was like writing and just hanging out in my apartment, and whenever I went over to the window to have a cigarette or something, I would see uh, this this guy dead. And here's the craziest thing. The girl that I work with uh, lived uh, two doors down from him and had met him and talked to him, and he was the nicest guy. He used to come over and pet their dogs, and he smoked a lot of pot, and his girlfriend had just broken up with him and cheated on him and moved back to New York. And some, you know, that was the catalyst to him going crazy and shooting people. And yeah, he did not shoot himself at the end of it. And uh, I mean, it's it's really, you know, it's very scary. It's very sad. But people are like, well, were you scared? And everybody wants to say, well, I was thinking about going over there to go to the gym, you know. And the truth is, my lady friend had left 15 minutes before he started opening fire on cars. And I, I did want to go down and get a burrito. So I, I would have been outside while he was running around shooting. And he was just shooting at whoever. He just yeah. opened fire on anybody that he could see. And uh, yeah, I find that very scary. But it's, it, it's not, it isn't that scary to me, if only because your chances of being shot by a lunatic are the exact same today as they were the day that he opened fire on everybody. It's one in, you know. A hundred million or something. It's not likely. Yeah. It's so unlikely, and so it's just the saddest thing ever. But it's like you live in a city, and and uh, and that stuff happens. But it also happens. You know, happens all the time. It's you're it's more you're more likely to be killed by someone that you know statistically wherever you live. You know, that's how most people are murdered. And so it's this thing where it's like it's pretty terrifying. But you know, it's just it happens. It's part of the whole thing. People die in car accidents all the time. Well, I mean, people die in car accidents. More than any other, absolutely. Yeah. But people so. have a tough. Well, people die from heart disease, you know, uh, more than they die in. There's car a lot accidents. of people that are in their cars, like coming onto a girl. They get out of their car to switch cars, <laughs> and they just get hit because some motorcyclist or somebody doesn't see them. But I think That's, absolutely a lot of people fall off Ferris wheels. I think the first That's one time, way to die. A lot of people go to Chipotle. Yeah, and. Someone turns around and has a pen that says "Not on my watch" in French, and then they go out. And then a man who looks like Santa beats them to death because his job was taken away by a skinny Vietnamese. Vietnamese Santa actually get bitten. You get bit because he's so hungry. Yeah, a lot of people that happens. A lot of people misunderstand a fortune cookie and kill themselves. People die. For all sorts of Because they're wondering where reasons. the galactic wizard is. Right, exactly. We're going to call back the whole show. The whole show. A lot of people just say words wrong and ki- kills, commit suicide. A lot of people want to say he's guy. a great owner yeah. and a great guy. And, then and they end up saying, shoot me, motherfucker, yeah. I dare you. Yeah. When they combine the words. A lot of people just... Poetry kills them. But I think people are scared of the wrong things. That's my, my big thing is that uh, it is weird. they are scared of the wrong well, things. I think and this so country went crazy after 9-11, and more people died in car accidents the year after 9-11 by tenfold. Yeah. I mean, really. It was 42,000 or something people no, died in exactly car accidents. Right. No one's nervous about Not being tenfold, in the car. but about twice as many people died 
uh, from car accidents after 9-11 because they weren't flying. And, uh, yeah, so people are scared of the wrong things. I, I mean, tenfold times the 3,000. Like, I, that's what I meant. I meant, you know, that, that that many people die every year. I think it's between, like, thirty and 50,000 people or something mm-hmm. uh, per year die in their cars. And about three died 9-11. We've changed our entire life and our entire way that we look at the world through that uh, horrible atrocity. And, you know, we don't change anything in terms of our traffic patterns. You really don't, and it's yeah. I think it's actually closer to about three or four thousand people die each year in uh, car accidents, and uh, that's way more than are murdered by strangers. Yeah. And so now what we've done is we've taken cashing in with T.J. Miller, and I think we're going to be able to take it to NPR now. Mm-hmm. We're going we've straight to very NPR. serious. We're changing the name of it to cashing in with the understanding <laughs> that uh, we live in a culture of fear and propagated by the media yeah. and ignorant people so, around us. Yeah, wearing pins. Let's say, not on my watch. <laughs> let's bring TSA, it, let's bring it up a notch and just uh, 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 just one more practical living in the modern age sure. before we move on to our last segment. So to, to end, if you're going to go on a shooting spree, shoot yourself at the end. All right, that's right. That's right. Um, I think I think practical living in the modern age. I think we should avoid women uh, who brag they can uh, drink you under the table. You know what? I avoid a... women like that. That they're expensive. Mm-hmm. They uh, learn to do that. In, in a probably and you, you, they might be alcoholics. Jeff Klinger, a good friend of mine mm-hmm. who is a comedian, he says that any girl that can drink as much as him, he doesn't want anything to do with. That's right. Which is indicative of his own drug problem. I also but don't I think, want a girl that's really good at pool. She's spent too much time playing pool. Yeah, I, I don't like people who are great at pool in general. If you're great at pool, that's a bad you're not a lot thing. of fun. It's that's like being a bad great. Thing. It's like being great at chess. It's yeah. just, it just serves to alienate hey, you. Want to play some pocket billiards? Yeah. No, actually, I don't. No, because you're going to beat the hell out of me because you put so much time into this thing when you time should have been learning a billiards. real language. Let me like get Spanish. my monocle. We're going to go play pocket billiards. Yeah, let me throw on my pince nasal nose or whatever the <laughs> fuck that's called in French. <laughs> Dennis Miller. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think women who drink as much as you, but that's, that's a little bit sexist, I will say. Well, I. You're my only friend that, that that's an alcoholic. So I mean, even you know, uh, mm. even guys that drink too much can get annoying. That's I true was too. saying your mate. I should say it that way. Your yeah, mate that's right. Well, that's that. sort of what success with alcoholics is about. Is if you have two people that sort of both drink, you know, binge drink, then it create it can create. I mean, a you real know, problem. I love you. I don't, I don't you think know. you're an alcoholic. I I, I was. Oh, I am. Oh, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I just got to find a woman. Who's as sober as the day is long, which means she's more sober in winter. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up with uh, uh, tickling the oracle. Unless you have some maskers, but I do. But yeah, let's talk about tickling the oracle. We'll do a tickling the oracle now. Uh, this is these are the world's most philosophical questions, which we can. Uh, uh, is it better to love and lose than than never to have loved at all? I think. You're losing. You're losing the love, or the person is is lost. Like the person dies. What do you mean? I think that expression is more about like when you get broken up with, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Although my friend kind of used it wrong. He used he he actually was defending himself. He was accused of sexual harassment. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's like it's better to love and lose than never to have loved at all. I th- Not the best defense. I th- I think it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I also think living a more interesting life that's shorter is much better than living a long, boring life. I'll say that. And okay. I have a couple maskers. Okay. But yeah, I think... I don't understand these people that say, well, I'm afraid of getting hurt. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to be in a relationship again because I'm afraid of getting hurt. That's part of the whole deal. You know, it's like... You know, I'm, I'm afraid of eating something delicious because it'll make me fat. Well, it's part of the deal. Okay. Know? Yeah, we both agree on this one. Let's do one last maskers. we got to get out of here. Okay, maskers. Uh, this is from Fabian Aguirre. At Fabian, A-G-U-I-R-R-E. Check him out. He's got a real weird profile picture. He looks like he recently got off of a gondola uh, <laughs> where he was the uh, the person with the stick. I don't know what that's called. Uh, Fabian's asked, I notice a lot of entertainers list being a self-starter is pretty important in their careers. Any tips for staying on the ball? How do you continue to be a self-starter? Um, uh, I, th- I, think, I, think, I think every time 
Um, yeah, this is probably the most pithy way to answer this. Every time that you are unhappy with your station or what's going on or your output or any of that sort of stuff, uh, respond to that by working harder. Just yeah, any time you're sitting and you're going, gee, I wish I was doing this. I wish I had that. Instead of sitting and wishing about it, just go and do work. Work harder. Yeah, inertia is the thing is the worst thing mm-hmm. in business. I also think one other thing, at a certain point you have to go after what you're what you're dreaming about and, and quit your quit your day job. I think mm-hmm. a lot of guys try to put their, their feet in both uh, streams and it, it doesn't work. So you say, yeah, the second you can quit your day job. I think job, you really do have to commit. But then put Every, put as much work as you were putting into your day job. They, 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 when you get paid for something, you work for eight hours. So you should be working eight hours a day on your comedy. Yeah, That's I, my opinion. Yeah, your work ethic is another, another quick one. Um, uh, vaguely funny. Dan asked, wait, then you guys will find masters and ask them our questions? And our answer to that is no. We just answer them. Uh, Ida Lindsay... I-D-A-L-I-N-D-S-A asks, for ATM, that's what she calls Ask the Masters, right? Because we're doling out some of that cash money knowledge (laughs) from the ATM. She asks, she said, this is serious because I'm not funny, how do I call out familial shady-ass bitch fuckers, all one word, this holiday season? So how do you call out a shady ass bitch fucker? I'm going to say right lawyer. away. I can tell she's a lawyer. I'm going to say right away yeah. by doing what you did with shady ass bitch fuckers. Put all the words together to make one word when you're calling them out. So say, yeah. "Hey uh, Jerry, I wanted to tell you that you're real position. You don't know anything about anything. And retire. You always hitting on my girlfriend when she comes to town. <laughs> Please pass the sweet potatoes." <laughs> and and give me a fortune cookie. Push all the words together, but don't let them lead to saying lay. <laughs> right, Cash. I think that's it. All right. Well, you know what? I and think we'll get more uh, Ask the Maskers. We're going to do more Ask the Maskers. That was a fun, uh, fun little episode. This it's so great to fun. have you thank, as a guest. Well, thank you for having me on. I hope you'll have me on again. And thank you all, all the listeners for always welcoming me on your show. Yeah. I just love each and every one of you. Except there is a guy named Ravi with a V, and uh, he lives in Nebraska. And he's I a shady ass. He's, he's, he's a shady ass bitch motherfucker. <laughs> That was Cash Again with T.J. Miller. Now leaving Nerdist.com.